Hello, friends. This is Pastor Pierce Eaton, and you're listening to First and Foremost, a podcast where we give you teaching and tools to make Jesus Christ first and foremost in your life. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Questions. This is part of the podcast where I seek to thoughtfully answer questions listeners write into the show by using Scripture. Our question today is a great one. The listener wrote in and asked, Why was God so quick to kill and destroy people in the Old Testament when they messed up? And why isn't there anything like that in the New Testament? That's a really good question. Now, when we read the Old Testament and we see the wrath of God exacted on people at different times and we compare it to the God revealed in Christ, we think that there's a change in God. In fact, I've heard atheists or, or non-believers who are trying to combat Christians, they'll, they'll ask this question. They'll say, why was there all of a sudden a change in the way that we see the God uh, of the Bible act in the Old Testament versus the God of the New Testament? We see how God flooded the world in Genesis or God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis, or God sent poisonous snakes to kill the Israelites in the book of Numbers, or also in the book of Numbers, God caused the earth to open up and swallow some rebellious people, or how God sent foreign nations to war against Israel and overthrow them. But then we look at the God revealed in Christ in the New Testament, and we see that God is loving and kind and patient and gentle. And we wonder, how? How can we get these two pictures of God? How are they compatible? Well, the problem with this is that we are picking and choosing what to look at closely. First of all, I just want to state, God has not changed. He makes that very clear in Scripture. Hebrews 13, 9 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. His character has never changed. Malachi 3, 6 says, For I, the Lord, do not change. God doesn't change. His character and his characteristics are steadfast. They never change or deviate in any way. But another thing I want to point out is that every time God inflicts his wrath upon the wicked who justly deserve his wrath in the Old Testament, there were also several stories of God delivering and persevering with his people when they did not deserve it. In fact, I would argue that the majority of the Old Testament is, God, is, is communicating God's patience and deliverance of his people, not of his wrath towards his people. Think about it. God chose Noah and saved him in the beginning in Genesis, even though he was sinful. God chose Abraham and blessed him even though he was sinful and a coward. God chose and delivered the Israelites from slavery even though many of them had turned to the pagan Egyptian idols. God provided and cared for the Israelites in the wilderness even though they were a stiff-necked people who were continuously rebellious. He continued to give them manna in the wilderness and, and water in the wilderness. God delivered the wicked Israelites from foes and bad rulers in the book of Judges. God gave a good king 
a fallen king, but a good king to Israel in David, even when they rebelled against God and his ways. God actually was very patient with people in the Old Testament, not only his own people, but with people outside of his people. You can remember the story of of Jonah going to Nineveh. Jonah desired for God to inflict his wrath upon Nineveh, but God showed patience and sent Jonah there to carry the message of repentance to Nineveh. And God did not destroy them. So God was actually very patient with the people in the Old Testament, and they did not deserve to be loved by God. They did not deserve to have any good kings. They did not deserve a Messiah to come, but God was patient, and he was patient before inflicting his wrath at specific times and in specific instances. But there were times where God inflicted his wrath through both natural means or through foreign invaders, you know, through like a natural disaster or through a foreign army that would come in war against Israel. And all of this was ultimately done by God to further his good plan of redemption through the eventual coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. I want to read to you 2 Peter 3, 9. It states this, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. So the God of the Old Testament was incredibly patient, just as he is today. The God of the New Testament and the God today is patient. Now, the other thing to consider is that God also inflicted his wrath in the New Testament as well. And he still uses the same means to inflict his wrath for his ultimate good purposes today. Acts chapter 5 tells us of a couple, a married couple, Ananias and Sapphira. Now, they were a part of God's church, but they did something. They lied to the church and to the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 5, and they deceived the church. And when this happened... God struck them dead. So we can see an example of God's wrath being exacted upon someone in the New Testament. Now, why don't we have as many examples of God's wrath in the New Testament as we do in the Old Testament? We need to consider what the New Testament is versus what the Old Testament is. So remember, the New Testament covers roughly 150 years of the history of and life of Jesus and the early church, while the Old Testament covers nearly 2,000 years. So the accounts we see in the Old Testament are much more spread out than we think they are. But the thing I want to want you to understand is that God still can and does intervene in history today. God still can and does use natural disasters and wars to achieve his plans in history. Now, this doesn't mean that God causes all bad things to happen. I do not believe that, and Scripture does not support that idea. Just because it's a natural disaster does not mean it is God's wrath being inflicted upon the region of the natural disaster hit. But I am saying that God can and does at times intervene in history 
to achieve his good purposes. And that sometimes means that he uses destruction. As Christians, though, we can hold fast to the promise that God can and will turn all things, all those things, the the bad things and the good things, for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. That's what Romans 8.28 says and promises to us, that God will use even the disasters of this life. He will turn them and he will work them for his good plan and purpose in our world and in your life. I hope this answer clarifies things and and gives you um, a desire to explore scripture all the more and see what areas that God is showing patience throughout the Old Testament and the New. And maybe this gives you a newfound love for God's patience in your life. If you have any questions you would like for me to answer, you can go to fbctc.com and ask them there. As always, please rate and review this podcast, which makes it more visible to other people. God bless and thank you for listening.